I got a call about noon one day. It was from this guy. My, my, my house is haunted. I said, your house is haunted? Yeah. Yeah. Strange noises. Things getting knocked over. And I hear that you've got some expertise in this area. I said, yeah, I've, I've handled a few haunting cases for sure. Some extra, extra, uh, extra normal stuff. Paranormal stuff even. Great, great. Well, I've seen your rates and they all seem fine. When can you come by? I said, well, um, where, where are you? He said, well, I'm a bit north of you. I'm up in the, in the Hereford zone up in Baltimore County. I said, okay, okay, cool. Um, well, today and tomorrow are pretty booked. How about the day after tomorrow? I can come by first thing in the morning. That would be great. I get up about seven so I could receive you as early as eight. I said, all right, I, I'll, I'll be there about 8.30. Sounds great. How do you take your coffee, Ollie? Said, oh, however you like it best. So I was kind of looking forward to this case, for one thing, because this just seemed like an interesting guy, and he also liked that the guy wanted to make him coffee. In the meantime, Ollie did some research. He'd given, the clients had given Ollie the address and a few more details. And so we started reading about this house. It was an old, old house. It had been built in the early 1800s. And it had been owned by a number of different families over the years. The house itself used to be on a lot of land. There used to be farms around it. Shh! Hey, quite a bit. But a lot of that land had been sold off and other houses had been... I also did some research into some of the local court cases and things like that. And you notice that several times in the past few years, people had filed complaints against this house and this owner about not keeping up the property nicely. High grass and weeds, pieces of siding falling off, things like that. So I always filed all that away. And he headed up the day after that, or, you know, the day after the day after that. Headed up to the house. As he drove up, he noticed that there were a lot of overgrown trees and bushes and things like that. So he knocked on the door. And a tall gentleman answered and said, Oh, thank you for coming. I really appreciate you taking the time. I said, Sure, sure. Happy to help. So tell me about your haunting. Well, I mean, I don't like to say that it's for sure a haunting, but it's mostly at night. I start to hear thumping and rattling and scritching and scratching. And sometimes in the morning, I come down and things have been knocked over. I live here alone, mind you. Not by my choice, but my lady has left me. Thinking about taking on roommates. But at the moment, I live alone. And it's a big old house. I said, yeah, how'd you end up in this house? I bought it. I was looking for a place at the time. I was with my lady and her son and her daughter. But things did not work out, so they've left. I'm bereft, but nonetheless, I live here alone. I said, all right. I said, so at night, I'll hear these scritchings and thumpings and bangings. And then, as I I was saying, and sometimes in the morning, I'll find things knocked over. A vase of flowers or a 
or, or a book, or if I leave a glass out sometimes. Not all the time, mind you, but some of the time. I said, do you hear any noises inside the house? Like, do you hear the vase getting knocked over? Well, no. But I'm a very deep sleeper. Once I'm asleep, you can't wake me. So if something was going on, if a ghost or something was operating inside the house, if I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't hear the vase getting knocked over. I wouldn't wake up for it, I mean. Uh, okay, I get you. That's, that's, nice. that's a nice problem to have. It is. It is, yes. I've always been lucky to be a good deep sleeper. I said, all right. Well, I'm going to do a walk around to the property, see if I see anything, you know, obvious or suspicious. I suspect the most efficient thing for me to do, though, is going to be to come back tonight and do an overnight stakeout. Fine, fine. That all sounds good. I mean, you know your work better than I. Uh, I have no problem compensating you for the day and the stakeout, even if you you aren't working hard for me the whole day. I came into a bunch of money 15 years ago. So, no worries there. I can afford it. I said, okay, that's fine. Um, Let me take a look around. I looked around. He was looking for, you know, secrets. He looked under the house. Because, you know, there's been stories about houses built on old graveyards and spooks coming up out of the ground that didn't like the house being built in their graves and, and things like that. Didn't find anything, just like, like a regular, you know, foundation. The foundations in that house, like a lot of houses of that era, aren't big concrete blocks, but stacks of stone and brick and block. But it all looked pretty regular. I looked around. And he kept on coming back to the overgrown bushes. They were right up against the house. So he started looking around and searching. Pulling up the hiding places. Inside the bushes. And he found a couple of spots that he felt like, if he wanted to, he didn't want to, but if he wanted to, he could squeeze inside the siding. So now I had a working theory, but he had to prove it. So he went off and just enjoyed a nice day out in the countryside. He came back around 7 p.m. Well, all right. I'm off to bed soon, but um, you do what you need to do and, of course, help yourself to anything in the fridge. There's some snacks and beer and water and things in there. Don't be shy. It's all there for the guests. I do enjoy entertaining, even if there's not a normal entertaining engagement. So eventually the guy went up to bed after reading for a bit, and all I started to stake out. He found a corner where he could see and hear most of the ground floor. But he was well hidden. And so he sat, and he waited, and he waited, and he waited. It was three or four in the morning, and he heard a scratching and a scratching, and a thumping, and a shoving. 
thought, oh, it's showtime. This might be my ghost. Couldn't 100% tell where it was from, but it seemed to be over in the living room. So I watched. Oh, he has good night vision. So he saw some movement over by the window. Curtains moving around. And so he watched. Shh, Elsa, don't play with her. Time to go to bed. Shh, no. Here, Elsa, you just listen if you want to listen. Shh. Elsa, just sit and listen if you want to listen. No, no, no more questions. We're in the middle of the story. And so he watched more to see what might be causing the curtains to move. And then he saw a dark shape, small, soft-looking, dart across the living room into the kitchen. He sort of snuck around. He sort of plodded out a path where he could to stay hidden and stay high and move from the living room to the kitchen. That was the one room he couldn't see where he was from. That in the hallway. So he made his way over to the kitchen, and there he saw his quote-unquote ghost. He saw up on the counter, nibbling on some carrots and potatoes that had been left on the counter, a big old rabbit. I mean, not a huge rabbit, actually. A fairly small rabbit, about the size of a seven-year-old's head. Roughly. Like mine? Yes. About that size. So a smallish rabbit, but an adult rabbit. And it was munching around. And it finished munching, it hopped off, and it knocked the fruit all over the floor. And there was a craddle, like a... Craddle, that's not a word. Clamber? Clatter. Clatter, thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. There's a clatter. But... Even though it was loud to Ollie there in the room, he believed that if the owner was a deep sleeper, he might not have heard it. And he watched the bunny. And the bunny moved around the kitchen, got into some mischief, ate some things, pooped on the countertop, and then made its way out. Ollie followed as it went back to the living room. Followed it with his eyes as it went back into the corner. He saw the curtains rustle again, and then it was stillness. Ollie waited all night long, but he was pretty sure he'd found his ghost, and it was just a bunny. But when it had been a couple hours, and still been all silent and quiet since then, Ollie made his way over to where he saw the curtains rustle. And there, behind the couch, there was a spot in the wall. There where it was the side there the wall material kind of a paneling, was pulled away, swollen from the heat and miss... and, um... or, yeah, something kind of swollen and warped. And it looked about the size that a bunny might be able to squeeze through, so Ollie squeezed himself through, because octopuses are even more squishy than bunnies. And he made his way through. It was a dark tunnel, although once he got into the wall, the tunnel was a bit bigger. He could feel with his arms that the texture of the wall was... A sculpted one, like you might make with a pair of rabbit teeth. He followed the tunnel, followed the tunnel, saw daylight, and came up and out. And after a little bit of figuring out where he was, he realized that he was kind of underneath one of the bushes. 
one of the overgrown bushes. And I said, well, I've got a solution. It's not a ghost, but it's something... Okay, let's see. Yeah. So I went back in, and he helped himself to a glass of orange juice and grapefruit juice mixed together, and waited. He figured since the owner, his client, had gone to bed fairly early, that he would probably get up fairly early. And he was right. Around about 6.30, the owner came down. Ah, Ale, hello. How'd it go? I said, well, I found your ghost. I said, oh, is it a ghost? I said, no, I'm afraid not. It is a rabbit. I said, a rabbit? Yep, 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 yep. Right then the guy noticed, like, oh, man, the fruit below the floor, yeah. The ghost, the rabbit has been here, I guess. I said, yeah, I'm afraid so. Here's the deal, man. I can tell you what's going on, and I can make a suggestion about what you need to do about it, but I know you might not like the suggestion. I said, well, you tell me what you need to tell me. I'm oh, sorry, I moved my voice. Well, you tell me what you need to tell me. And, you know, I'm here paying you. I trust you. So go ahead. I said, well, the deal is that there's a rabbit, at least one rabbit, getting in through a hole underneath one of your bushes. It comes in, comes in through the foundation, and up, and makes its way into a crack spot with a paneling and the living was peeled away. And from there, once it's inside, it can run amok in your house and do what it likes. Oh, I... Oh, behind the couch. I said, yep, behind the couch. You seen the spot? I saw the spot and I thought it was something I should probably get around to dealing with. But I didn't realize it was not just a warped piece of wood, but a doorway for a vermin. I said, well, I, don't, I guess rabbits are vermin technically, but I think it's a pretty easy fix. Well, what would you have me do? I said, okay, short term, screw down that board or have somebody to do it. Close up that hole. But don't just close up the hole. First, I want you to stuff a bunch of copper wool or co copper wool and copper wire into that hole. Just fill it up and then fill it up with some spray foam. I can do that. Then, here's the part you're not going to like. you got to trim the bushes so they're not brushing, holding up against the house. You need a little bit of a gap between your bush and your house. Otherwise, you get things like this. I know that you've had some arguments with your neighbors about the upkeep of the yard, but if you've got money, just pay somebody to do it because that's going to keep the pests out of your house. The guy gave a big sigh and said, Ah... Oh, so the neighbors win, not through mechanicians of their own, but through the mechanicians of Mother Nature. Fine, fine, you're right. I've been silly. I've been arguing with the neighbors about whether or not I should have to mow my lawn, arguing for years now, but it turns out I'm paying the price, not them. I'll call tomorrow and hire lawn service. Ollie, thank you. I'm glad to know that this old house isn't haunted. I figured it might be. What with all the deep, dark history of the house. I said, yep, but, well, hey, it might be haunted, but the problem you're having is a rabbit. And that's the story of Ollie and the haunted house. <laughs>